sustainable living. For a lot of people out there, especially moms, it seems like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up overwhelmed instead of inspired and ready to take action. Motherhood's hard enough without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption in order to live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life. This is Kayla Rogers, and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, so today I just wanted to get on here and have a real and vulnerable conversation with you guys about intentional living. This is something that I really truly believe everybody should be using in their lives. I don't think that it's beneficial for anybody to live a mindless and unintentional life. So if you have just been kind of in a slump lately, if you've been feeling like you don't know what your purpose is and you don't know how you should be spending your time or you just find yourself sitting on the couch all day like watching TV feeling super unmotivated and you don't know how to get yourself out of this slump, this is the episode for you. I'm going to tell you all about how I took myself from that same place and started living a more intentional life and pretty much how I just transformed my life 360 from that very negative sluggish space to being more productive and happy and intentional overall. So if you haven't listened to the episode last week yet, I kind of touched on this a little bit when I was talking about how I transformed my home into my sanctuary. I touched on it a little bit when I talked about right before I decluttered my whole house and transformed my house to a space that I loved. Um, I was just feeling very down. It was at a time where we were living over in South Korea because my husband's in the military. And I talked about in that episode how every day, like I didn't really like my house, but I really didn't like my life in general. Like I didn't have any friends. I, I loved my son and my husband, obviously, but besides them, I felt like I had no purpose in life. And I felt like I had no direction. And I really... I just spent my day every single day waiting for my husband to get off work. Like it was just the most depressive state ever, ever. Like we would wake up and eat breakfast and then my husband would leave to work and my toddler and I would sit on the couch and I would put something on TV for him. You know, we'd play with his toys in the living room or whatever. Then he would go down for a nap and I would put something on TV and then he would wake up and I would switch the TV to his show and literally all day it was flipping back and forth through what we were watching on TV and just waiting for my husband to get home. Like it was, I just was not in a good place in life. I was completely unproductive, not motivated to do a single thing. It was the opposite of intentional living. And I found myself in that slump and I honestly, I didn't know how to pick myself up out of it. Like it was just it was not a great time. So if you're listening to this and you're you that's resonating with you, you're like, "Yes, I feel that completely. I'm in something like that." I just want to send you all the love that I can through this mic because I know how lonely that can feel. I know how depressive that can feel. I know I know exactly what you're feeling right now. So I hope that this episode can provide some insight for you. I'm going to tell you exactly what I did that took me from that place to a positive, more productive way of living and just mindset in general. 
So first of all, I just want to give you a big old virtual hug if that's how you're feeling right now. Know I am sending you love and I love you and you have purpose. Like if you're stuck in this mindset and you feel like you don't know where to go, you, you're amazing. You have purpose. You are here for a reason. And just keep listening. This episode will be a pivotal moment in your life that makes you stop and look around and start taking back control of your life. So if you are listening to this and you're like, yes, like 100%, I need to start living more intentionally. First, we need to kind of take a step back and I want you just to think for a second, what is the life that you want to live? What is the intention that you want to set for your life? Do you want to live a happy, purposeful life? Do you want to travel a lot? Do you want to be a good mom? Do you want to live a healthy lifestyle? Like right now, Just take a step back, pause this if you need to, and think for a minute about what you want your life to look like. I can't answer that for you, so hopefully you're not listening to this episode looking for that exact answer, because that is something that is going to be vastly different for everybody, and that you really have to just sit with yourself for a minute and think about. So for me, when I finally, my breaking point was pretty much just me realizing that I was in the slump, and me thinking like, This is not the life I want to live. I just cannot go on living like this every single day. I absolutely refused to do that anymore. That was not the kind of lifestyle that I wanted to be. That was not the kind of mom that I wanted to be. And my breaking point was really just one day I was like, no, like, screw this. I don't want to do this anymore. I did not want my son to remember me with my nose and my phone all the time. I did not want my son to remember me with my butt on the couch, not playing with him every single day for like through his childhood. So I literally just, I just stopped and I was like, I want to be a good mom. I want to be a fun mom. I want to be the mom that goes and plays with him and takes him on adventures. And I want my kids to remember me as like this spontaneous, lighthearted, fun, caring person, not this person that cared more about the TV and my phone than I do my kids. So that was my breaking point. I was like, you know what? No, like screw this. Something is going to change right now. And yeah, that was just, I just decided. And that's what you have to do too. Like I can't decide for you. You just have to decide like screw this way that I am living right now. It's not a positive place to be. I am done and I am going to start living more intentionally. Visualize your highest self and start showing up as her. And that's really like, that's what I had to do for a while. Just like fake it till you make it. I wanted to be this fun mom that had the motivation to play with my kids and go take them on cute little walks around our little neighborhood and all of that stuff. And even if I did not have the motivation to do it at the time, I did it anyway. Like, I was like, what kind of mom do I want to be? Okay, would that mom be sitting in front of the TV right now? Okay, no. So let's shut off the TV. Let's get your learning tower up to the counter and let's spontaneously make pancakes at 12 in the afternoon because why not? So just figure out what you want your life to look like and who you want to be. Like, if you can imagine yourself in a year when you're in this amazing place in life and you're just, you are hustling, you are doing amazing, you're happy. When you visualize yourself as happy, what are you doing? Okay, 
Start showing up as her. Start doing whatever that version of yourself is doing. If something doesn't align with that version of you, then stop doing it. If that version of you does not spend three hours on the couch scrolling on Facebook and Instagram, then just put your phone down and start living more intentionally and start using your time wisely. So for me, like I said, that was the breaking point for me when I realized that. And at that point in life, I decided, I was like, you know what? I don't like sitting here every day. I don't like the way that my body's starting to look with me sitting here doing nothing all day. I'm gonna join a Zumba class at the gym and I'm gonna go to Zumba once a week. So I did. And literally that became my favorite thing ever. I was living in Korea probably for maybe five or six months before I started going to Zumba. And for that five or six months, I literally didn't make one friend. And as soon as I joined that class at the gym, I made friends. I started being able to socialize. I started moving my body, which in turn made me feel super, super positive and productive. And it really just started driving me. Like it drove me to the point where Zumba classes ended a couple months later because our instructor moved and there was no one to pick up the classes. So I literally like going to the gym just made me feel so happy that I started going almost every day. I realized that working out made me feel so, so good and so positive and so productive. And so I just ran with it. Like there was literally a time where I was like, how many days in a row can I go to the gym? And I literally went to the gym 27 days in a row and worked out 27 days in a row because that's what made me feel good. And at the same time, I was like, I'm feeling this way because I don't have a life outside being a mom. So what did I do? I bought a camera and I started doing photography like as a little, as a side hobby. And so I started doing photography. I started going to the gym. I really just decided like, hey, if there's something I want to do, I'm not going to sit on the couch and think about, oh, one day I'll do that. No, I'm just, I'm going to get up and I'm going to freaking do it. This was at the same time that I also started decluttering my house. Like I wanted something to give me just a pep in my step. I wanted to change more than just me going to the gym and buying a camera. So that's when I started listening to podcasts about decluttering and minimalism. And I literally, this was the same time that I decluttered my whole house. So I just kept finding these things that I knew would improve my life and make me happy. And I just kept doing them. Like I shifted things internally and mentally. I shifted my outside space and I started changing my home. And literally the change was just ridiculous. Like I'm not going to say that life was perfect and that everything got a million times better, but I can tell you that when I was spending my days going to the gym, going on walks with my son, and decluttering my home, and then editing pictures on my computer, that was a lot more fun and productive, and my mental state was way, way better than when I was sitting on the couch all day, scrolling on my phone and watching TV. Like, literally leaps and bounds difference. Like, It was, it's just ridiculous when you decide that you want to shift whatever that thing is in your life or everything in your life, whichever one, it's crazy how much lighter it makes you feel. So in this episode, I'm going to lay out five things you can start doing right now to help you live more intentionally. These are all of the things that I started doing that I just pretty much laid out for you. 
And these are the things that I think if you implement all five of them or even only a handful of them, it can really create massive shifts in your life. Okay, so before I move on to the five steps that you can use to start living more intentionally, I just wanted to pop on, this is a lot. This is gonna be, especially if this is resonating with you and you're like, yes, I'm ready, tell me what I can do. It's gonna be hard for you to remember all of these off the top of your head. So because of that, I made an intentional living guide that's just a free PDF download for you. That's all of the five steps that I'm about to go over with you. So if you are like, if you have your pen and paper out and you're like, yes, I'm ready to take notes, just I saved you the time, go to unrootedmama.com slash intentional and you can download the free PDF. So go get that right now, especially like I said, if you are ready for this, if you are here for this, go download it and it'll save you time. That way you don't have to like write all of this down and try to remember everything. Okay, so if you want to start living a more intentional life, first of all, before like any of the five steps, you need to decide that you want to start living more intentionally. And that's really just the catalyzing event that is going to completely just change your life. So right now, just decide. Say, I am done living this way. I am done living unintentionally. This is not the life that I want to live. Right now is your shifting moment. So buckle up, girlfriend, because you are in for a ride. So step number one, to start living a more intentional life. And I know all of these things might sound just so small on the surface, but I promise you this, they they will create impact. So number one is start a morning ritual or routine that serves you. When I was living just an unproductive overall unintentional life, I would roll out of bed, start scrolling on my phone, lose track of time on my phone and then get up. I literally like the way that you wake up sets the tone for the rest of your day. That's why the saying is, oh, somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Like if someone has an attitude during the day, that's what people say. And it's really true. You need to wake up on the right side of the bed. The way that you wake up just sets the intention for your entire day. So because of that, Find a morning routine that works for you and serves you. And what I mean by that is just something that starts your day on a positive and productive mindset. For me, that looks like getting out of bed slowly, giving my baby some snuggles and kisses, and then I get out of bed, I go start my cup of coffee because literally the sound of the coffee hitting the pot and the smell that just emulates throughout the entire house makes me so happy so the first thing that I do usually is I'll go start that pot of coffee and then I come back into my room and I make my bed and some people are not about making their bed in the morning you do you again this is just what works for me but making my bed really starts my day on a positive note because I walk in and out of my bedroom all day so coming into my bedroom and seeing my cute bed made up all nice and just it is like a breath of fresh air I see it and I'm like yes my cute throw pillows and yada 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 so making my bed is just important for me because it makes me feel good pretty much for the rest of the day and not only that but you're knocking the first thing off of your to-do list so when you wake up and the first thing you do is make your bed you are deciding to be productive. And even if the only thing that you do all day is make your bed, that's still at least one productive thing that you did. 
And then another thing that I do, not every day, but some days is I'll walk outside into the backyard because every morning we let our little corgi out so he can go to the bathroom. So I'll let him out and then I'll just stand outside for two or three minutes, just breathing in the fresh morning air. It's usually like really crisp and a little bit humid, but it's not super hot outside yet because we live in North Carolina and right now at least it's just been crazy hot. But in the morning, it just feels so nice. So that's my morning routine. I'll wake up, start my pot of coffee, make my bed, spend some time outside just to get myself in this like peaceful, positive mindset and to start my day off on a good, productive note. So find a morning routine that serves you and starts your day out right. And if you stick to this morning routine until it actually becomes like a ritual or routine, then you're going to be starting your day off on a positive note and a productive note, and it makes it so much easier to stay in that positive, productive mindset all day. So step number two is find something that makes you feel happy and productive. If you are just stuck in a rut and your days are all melting together and you really feel like you just have no purpose, no like sense of up and down, you need to find something to grab onto that is going to make you feel good about yourself and let give you something to do. Um, like I said before, for me, that was, I started going to the gym. I got a camera and I started learning photography. I started decluttering my whole house. So try to find something that you've been wanting to do, like a positive, productive hobby that you've been wanting to start, but you don't, you just haven't yet. Or even if it's like reading books, like find something that makes you happy. And instead of scrolling on your phone or watching TV or whatever unproductive habit you had that you were wasting your time with, replace it with something that is more productive and positive that will enhance your life. Maybe it's working out, reading books, finding some sort of creative outlet, um, finally starting that YouTube channel that you've been dreaming about for the past like two years, uh, even getting out in your community and meeting people to try to make some friends. Whatever it is, make time for it and really start using your time intentionally. Step three is you guys probably won't be surprised if you are an avid listener of my podcast, but it is declutter. I really think that when you're trying to live a more intentional life, it's super, super important to be intentional about what you allow to take up your space. This really, really shifted my mindset when I started decluttering and letting go of these things that weren't serving me. I really started to understand how much all of these things were weighing me down. If you have all of this hidden clutter in your home, it makes it really, really hard to live day-to-day life. And I know that sounds kind of like just trivial and mundane, but seriously, when you think about it, if you have all this extra stuff that is just taking up your space and crowding you, it's really hard not to feel just overwhelmed by that. Like the amount of stuff that you have is directly correlated with the amount of stuff you have to clean. So especially if you're stuck in this rut and you feel like all you do is clean all day and you're so sick of just cleaning and doing the laundry, girl, just like declutter. I literally decluttered mine and my kids' wardrobes and it has probably reduced the amount of laundry we have to do in half. Like we used to have to do a load of laundry a day and if we didn't, we'd be drowning in clothes. And literally we do maybe three loads a week now. 
It's the same thing with dishes or your kids' toys, whatever it is. If you find that you are just spending all of your time cleaning and you're, and then it gets messy two seconds later and you're like, what the heck? Like, I do nothing but clean all day. Declutter your house. Like, it is so important. And I don't mean that you have to go 100% minimal and have a capsule wardrobe and only have like wooden toys for your kids. I don't, I'm not talking about that version of minimalism. I am talking about clearing out the stuff that is weighing you down so you can fly free. So you are not letting your stuff steal your peace and your time anymore. So you don't, like I said, you don't have to go 100% minimal, but if your stuff is overwhelming you, and I think a lot of the times it is, and we just don't realize that is the hidden cause behind our mom burnout and behind our overwhelm. So if you are like looking around and you're like, wait, yeah, maybe I do have too much stuff. Maybe that is adding to my overwhelm and my stress levels and my burnout during the day. Then you need to find, you need to get a plan and go through and declutter your house. And so many people are like, well, how do I start? Girl, literally just start. Grab a laundry basket, grab a box, grab a trash bag, and just start getting a huge bag of stuff to go drop off at your local Goodwill. Whether it's stuff you don't like anymore or you don't wear if it's clothes, if it's stuff that is just sitting around your house that hasn't been used in like two years and you're like, why do we still have this? or decor that you liked three years ago and you don't like anymore, just let it go. And I promise this will make you feel so much lighter, whether it's decluttering your wardrobe or if you go like 100% and you just decide to declutter your entire house, this will really help you live a more intentional life. I have an episode all about this. My episode five, All You Need Is Less, talks about the version of minimalism that works for me and my family. And then my last episode, episode nine, I believe, talked about how I transformed my home into my sanctuary and included a lot about my decluttering journey. So if you need to declutter, go listen to those two episodes. Um, but definitely I think almost everybody out there needs to declutter their stuff. And even if you're not into minimalism, clearing some of the excess that's no longer serving you is still super beneficial. So the next step is to take a look at your phone habits. What I mean by this is start getting mindful about not only the amount of time you spend on your phone, but also about your phone settings. And this was a big one for me. I don't think that I realized, well, I, I realized, but I don't think that I actually took in the full grasp of how much time I spent scrolling every day on social media. There are actually apps that you can use that will track your screen time and let you know it at the end of the day exactly how much time you spent scrolling on your phone. And honestly, the first time that I downloaded that and I started paying attention, it was so eye-opening because I was like, yeah, maybe I waste like a couple hours a day on my phone, maybe. And then when you really look at it, you're like, shit, I spent nine hours scrolling on my phone today. Like, how is that even possible? So if you think that you are just spend, if you know that you're spending too much time on your phone, go get a screen time app and really start just trying to be mindful about that. For me, the biggest why of why I had to change my phone habits was I do not want my kids to remember me with my nose and my phone all the time. This is something that when, I don't remember, there was some blogger or YouTuber that said this and the first time that I heard that, my heart fell into my stomach. I was like, oh my gosh. It hit me like a ton of bricks. 
just real, like having that set in because phones, I mean, at least cell phones really weren't a thing when I was growing up. My parents, like they were in tune. They were mindful and they were connected with us. And I remember that. Like I remember sitting there and playing with my parents and talking with them and being engaged with them. And when I think about the fact that my kids might remember me, with my hand, like with my phone in my hand all the time and not making eye contact with them and just thinking about like when they're 10, are they going to say, mom was always on her phone. She never wanted to hang out with us. Facebook was so important. Like I literally have tears in my eyes just thinking about that because still it is like such a big fear of mine and something that I just try to stay really mindful about because like I said, when I thought about that and just sat with that for a minute, it just, that, that hit me. That was like, one of the biggest truth bombs that, I don't know, that I've ever come across. I was like, oh my gosh, we do this, like, it's something that all of us do every day, just scrolling on Facebook, scrolling on Instagram, whatever it is, and you don't realize that your kids are watching you the whole time that you do this. Not only that, but, like, how many times have you been on your phone and your kid's like, mom, watch me do this, and you're like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, I still do that, and just to think about how much that actually internally impacts your children is so eye-opening and it really makes you want to work on your phone. So get the screen time tracker, start really paying attention to how much time you're spending on your phone. And also something that I've done that's helped me so much is turning off almost all notifications on my phone, which sucks because sometimes my friends will message me and like two hours later, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just seeing this. But literally like I do because I've turned off pretty much all notifications except text and calls from my husband and my family pretty much. And that's because I can't be a present mom if my phone is pinging every two seconds and lighting up every two seconds because someone liked one of my pictures on Instagram. So if you can, if you, you can literally just go into the settings on your phone and change all of those notifications to off, like those little numbers that pop up for the notifications on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, you can even shut those off. And it just not having that distraction there really helped me cut down on screen time a ton. When you start being more mindful about your phone habits, you will honestly be so surprised at how much free time you actually have. And you, instead of scrolling on your phone, you can use that time to do some of those hobbies that we talked about earlier in the episode and doing more positive, productive things. So the last step in order to live a more intentional life is to take care of your body. And I know that half of you listening to this probably just eye-rolled when I said that. Um, it's so like cliche, it's so predictable, but really guys, our mental health is so, so much tied to our physical health. I truly believe that you cannot be like emotionally and mentally healthy if your body is not healthy. And I don't mean you have to go to the gym every day, you have to diet, you have to do this. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about make sure that you are eating food that's nourishing your body. Make sure that you are drinking water and make sure that you are just staying like moving. I'm not saying you have to go to the gym, but like even if that's just putting on songs with your kids during the day, putting on a Disney playlist and having a dance party in the kitchen, like just move your body eat foods that are good for you. Sometimes, not all the times, like indulge girl, it's all about balance. Um, but drink water, like these are just things that I know every time now that I'm in a slump, nine times out of 10, I'm, I 
look at it and I'm like, wait, what have I been doing differently today? And then it hits me and I'm like, I literally haven't taken one sip of water and it's 2 p.m. So if you are feeling like just in this slump and groggy energy levels and not your best version of yourself, start taking care of your body and just being mindful about eating good foods, drinking water, and moving your body. And and overall, if you want to live an intentional life, being intentional and taking care of your body just falls in line with that. So there you have it. Those are the five steps that I used and that you can use to start living a more intentional life. So I really hope that this episode provided help to you guys. I really hope if you are in one of those slumps and you are just, you realized that you are not living an intentional life, I really hope that this can be the turnaround point for you. And I hope that this can be a pivotal moment in you taking back control of your life and just living a life that's going to actually make you happy, feel like you have purpose and just bring you joy and peace. So I really hope that this helped you. Again, if you if this all resonated with you and you're like, yes, I need to do all of those things, go to www.unrootedmama.com slash intentional and you can download the free PDF guide that goes along with this episode and just like lays out the steps that I talked about. Um, and also guys, if this helps you, please share this with a friend, whether you like share it on Instagram or just word of mouth. I would absolutely love to help more women, but the best way that I can do that is by having my listeners share it. So please, if you liked this message, if it helps you share, that way I can help more people feel this same way too. So yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I love all of you. I am rooting for you. I'm here for you. If you are listening to this and you feel alone and you feel like you just need someone to talk to and you feel like you are ready to live an intentional life, but you still, there's something missing, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Hop in the DMs. My at is unrootedmama. And if you just need someone to talk to, you need someone to vent to, you need a girlfriend that will hype up your selfies, whatever it is, reach out to me on Instagram and I would absolutely love to be that person for you. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. Again, go download my free intentional living guide and just know that I'm here for you and I'm rooting for you and you got this. Until next time.